Welcome back to another episode of the Uncanny Coconuts. This week, hundreds of insurgents infiltrated Capitol Hill, leaving thousands of dollars in property damage, dozens hurt and five people dead in the aftermath. Will there be any consequences for this failed coup attempt to overthrow democracy? Coco Loco and Coco Palau will be discussing this, and what awaits America in the next two weeks, before inauguration 2021. Take it away, masters. We're back. Uh, this is this is uh, we're gonna hit it right off real fast because this is like a um, a uh, a um, crazy week to our first <laughs> podcast of the year, and this is a follow up because we have to we had to do this follow up because uh, of what happened on the sixth this week uh, at the Capitol, uh, and uh, you know our podcast it's called. Trump's house of cards insurrection comes crumbling down. And uh, that's just a reference to House of Cards, the show, the great show on, uh, was it on Netflix? I don't remember. Uh, that uh, the same shit was happening there too. Yep. Corrupted officials, crazy ass presidents doing crazy ass shit. And that's what was happening this week. And crazy ass senators too. Crazy ass senators, you know. I just I'm reading I'm reading some articles. Uh, I'm reading some articles um, that uh, there were 167 167 senators who were all into, you know, that they were against gonna, you know uh, yeah like the, the election votes re, yeah re, reversing the the decision of the states and all that stuff. It wasn't just 13. I think it was only you know. A few of them were supposed to contest certain the, the five states, right? Right. But um, but uh, on the six, there were supposed to be only a few. But this is really all Republicans uh, ha- until this week, and still even after the six, even after what happened at the Capitol, um, there's Republicans that are totally happy of what happened. They're ecstatic. Right. And they're still supporting Trump. And, and they said so immediately at that moment on the 6th, but afterwards because of the blowback and all of the legal, all the legalities and all the arrests that are being made, uh, a lot of them have just clammed up. I'm yeah, well, a lot of them have, but there's a lot that still don't give a shit. They're still supporting Trump, even after the 6th. And we're past the weekend, a few days later, and the... RNC, uh, the NRC, is that what is that right or the RNC? Oh, okay. oh, the I'm RNC is Republican. Is the Republican? My acronyms wrong. The uh, RNC is. To- I'm talking about that they had a meeting re- uh, yesterday, Saturday, or mm-hmm. Friday after <laughs> after the uh, you know the attack on the Capitol after you know these. Uh, why people just yeah. uh, you know went in there and ransacked the whole place? Right. Let's call it what they are. They are rioters. There were there were and rioters, you know what rioters, I gotta, I gotta t- <laughs> terrorists and there were terrorists because there were you know that that's exactly what they wanted to do. They would just want to make a 
intimidate and make and 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 stop the process really right and and the really weird part is they want the ones that they didn't just want to intimidate the democrats they actually wanted to intimidate the republicans pence and any and and mcconnell and any republican that just said listen this is what the vote said which is what they're supposed to do and move forward and they wanted to intimidate those republicans you know so which is crazy that's just crazy. But you know what? There's one thing I got to say, and, and we may have to dedicate a whole episode to this because, dude, uh, these uh, so-called, and I'm, I'm using air quotes here, patriots, these rioters, these protesters, dude, a lot of them are not that smart. <laughs> you wonder why yeah. I say that? I, yeah, you know how many fine. of them recorded themselves and live exactly. streamed themselves and they're oh, okay. losing jobs? They're getting, uh, the FBI has proof that they provided. <laughs> you know, they have, and they have, I agree with you because, you know, if, if they were, if they were a little bit smarter. And, I, I mean, uh, I got, you got to well, say, they're you know, not that smart. They're well, not that smart. But, but let me, let me, well, I agree with you in some respect, but the fact that they were taking selfies and laughing and doing it as right. if. They, they were not going to get in trouble. Right. They were like, emboldened by Trump, unfortunately. Right. I'm privileged and I'm not going to get in trouble. This is their attitude going in there, which right. it makes it more infuri- infuriating because it, it, it makes it totally different than, than the BLM riots or right. any other sh- riots that happened, you know, before which you know uh republicans and everybody else you know the right wing they're trying to compare the two oh rioters blm can can blow up cars but we can't rush the capital oh right. oh we're, we're terrorists <laughs> you know like right. they're it's, trying not to compare. The it's not the same thing first but of you all know, the other thing for 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 a, for a party that's into law and order uh you know what's funny i haven't heard anything about blue lives matter they killed a police officer what happened to Blue and Lives Matter? Actually, yeah. Well, actually, you know, they killed the, a police officer. Died. Well, capital like, was a capital officer. Correct. Uh, and they, and then, and then the the veteran uh, Air Force lady who got shot in the neck and died also. Uh, and oh, and there were three others who died. Right now, I don't remember. Uh, I think I have an article there who they were. I don't. They weren't police, but they were part of, you know, the 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 pr- protesters. Now that either they were either not part of the rioters who went in, but they died either going to the hospital or because of they ha- one of them had a heart attack, you know, and all that noise. Right. So, um, I mean, it's just kind of crazy the way they they all put it up. But uh, you know, but uh, even for those that are comparing and they and they claim that it's different, um, you know, these rioters, these protesters, killed a police officer and harmed many others. So what happened to Blue Lives Matter? Right. You know? So uh, now, uh, now, now they don't a, matter. They don't matter. <laughs> Basically, what they don't, what, they don't. Yeah, they don't matter because you know, to them, to them, it's like. Uh, um, it's not the same thing. They're always going to come up with some excuse. But I, I have my own, uh, before, before I say uh, what I think about, you know, what happened, 
and my 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 thoughts we we have uh julian just uh jules the giant just came in because uh i'm sure he has uh his own opinion of what happened on the six and i want to hear it i want to hear it from him uh um his thoughts do you really want to hear it from me <laughs> i want to well you know i you're not going to disagree with us but i'm just no. i just want you to do before we start before we really quickly trash and debunk all this crazy ass um uh, stupid idiot type of uh you know uh, uh mentality let's call it mayhem yeah. it's just plain old mayhem it, it, was, it was it was shameful right but extremely it, uh, with, uh, to a logical person it's shameful well, but I, you know the, the whole time every time i i watched video footage of all the anarchy that happened on wednesday um i keep hearing black sabbath mob rules as a soundtrack for all these people you know it's just a lot of screaming and this mayhem and right. it perfectly sums up the mentality it's 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 just like lemmings jumping off a cliff right i mean this what these guys did yeah, yeah right so they sowed their destinies cuz you know every one of them even if they're not arrested uh, they they're basically talking about it sooner or later someone's going to realize that what they did was the most unpatriotic thing that they could have possibly done for all the people who claim they love America right and you know they'll have to they'll they'll be dying with that you know right. they, or they or they'll find uh, some excuse to try and justify oh you know right. they're going to you know a lot, a lot a lot of what these people are saying is they're trying to justify themselves as being the um as being akin to the um the anti monarchists from you know uh the 1700s 1770s during the American Revolution and uh they're forgetting one thing that you know America is a democracy since then and they're not fighting uh to make it one <laughs> yeah if anything they're fighting to not make it one <laughs> right they they're, they're fighting to 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 destroy the democracy that's there now they're not trying to 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 do anything else but that and, but they but they're they're lost they're just they're yeah just, you and know, and, and you know what something. I Yeah and and I want to add you know what I'm sure that there were plenty of republican protesters that went there peacefully cuz let's be honest most of the crowds were sitting around just watching I uh, I wouldn't say that I would go as far as to say that those people should have stopped the people that you know because you there they were probably all in the back and just you know marching peacefully and I mean peacefully in the terms of they were just yelling and shouting but they weren't you know destroying property right but uh i mean you got to admit this tarnishes the whole that whole movement and it shows them for what they are which is no they, no no they are on it right i i agree with you right but the same thing happens out of whatever riots happened before with BLM or right, and the black there's always some rioters who go crazy and burn a police car or or did something or, to or a police, police station. station right, right. <laughs> I, and don't get I want to clarify this. No democrat or liberal or anybody in between and in the uh, towards the left uh thinks that's right. That that wasn't right either. Right? right? There were some peaceful protesters and they were protesting for a better reason than these protesters. Let's just 
the comparison stops there. You know, you can't compare the two between, uh, you know, 250 years of oppression. And, and that's what a BLM is protesting for, right? And then you got some bad apples, call them Antifa, that go on on a crazy. Or, yeah, uh, whatever. Or, and you know what? And, and let me make a point. Uh, uh, and it, the, the main point is you can't compare the two because these people are rioting and destroying especially the capital, which is like sacred, right? The, the democratic, uh, you know, a landmark uh, of the democratic process. They're actually uh, um, doing something out of, what's the reason? Because the president, their, their president and leader, because they don't want to lose power or they don't, they lost the election because they thought it was, it's not the same thing of 250 fucking years of oppression. It's not the same thing of getting killed for decades or the, uh, oppressed for decades. Uh, you know, it's not the same fucking thing. You are so a loser and then you go and ransack the capital. It's not, you can't compare the two. That's for one. Right. Right. Uh, second, when it comes to blame it on Antifa, I kind of, I actually like the name Antifa. I actually like that for that bad apple group. You know why? Because Antifa is short for anti-fascist. And if Trump likes that word, if he likes that phrase for a certain group that's against him, that's his enemy, he's calling himself a fascist. So yeah. I love that word, right? So I let's call them Antifas. Let's call them Antifas. <laughs> let's blame it on the fucking Antifa, right? Because they're not the liberal protester they're not the Amer the african-american who who's been oppressed they're not that group they're not latinos they're not they're just these angry m mob right that that's what he wants to call them but it's justifiable that the name fits perfect because that's what the republican party has become fascist party who doesn't uh, doesn't accept defeat right and wants to keep power no matter what even if they're wrong which so, they are well and, and you know what one thing i i kind of i feel is missing in all this i don't know just the, the sheer the sheer fact the sheer um i don't know how can i put this but the fact that nobody gives a shit about the truth anymore you know like uh you know this started a few a few uh minutes on january 6th and you know by the end of the night uh, they try to spin it. Oh, it, it was Antifa. It was a it was a a democratic group that really started all this. Really, where's your proof of this? Everyone's got a phone. Everyone's got a video camera. You know, wh where's your proof? Show us the, some the, proof, well, and let's get those people right? arrested. Right? They're, Absolutely they're, not. They're, they're just but, throwing it in the air. Right, See what yeah, sticks. Right. No, there's actually more proof that it was, uh, you know, uh, sore losing. You know. Uh, redneck, uh, Trump-loving supporters. That's it. Proves it because they actually were uh, taking selfies and actually they're video themselves doing it and posting it. That, right. That's what. <laughs> that's what the, the their idiots part comes in. Right. So you got you got this uh, legislator from Virginia who posted live streaming, right? Hey, Dean, whatever his name was, uh, we're, we're getting in the Capitol. We're going in. And he recorded himself and live streamed it 
rioting and going into the and breaking into the Capitol, right? And then he wonders why he's getting arrested. Hello, this is Samantha, and the coconuts will be right back after this quick break. Welcome back with Coco Palau and Coco Loco, talking about Trump's House of Cards insurrection. <laughs> so, so what do you think? I think what happened there is, um, first of all, the, in the BLM protesters, um, the vast majority was peaceful. Vast, overwhelming majority was peaceful. And they found that in many of the cases of rioting and vandal vandalist acts that they were actually done when the cops did their research by bad actors, actual bad actors. Right. Mm -hmm. They weren't like BLM uh, supporters destroying a, um, a, a storefront or burning a car. They were actual uh, white supremacists who went in and did these acts and then got caught. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's just clarify that too. It's not like, there are some no the overwhelming majority of the BLM protests have been no uh, been no I, well I, and I only yeah. said I said a few bad apples and uh, the, 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 but, but the they weren't even apples. right they weren't even Black Lives right, Matter weren't but. even part of the BLM is <laughs> right his point <laughs> no they were Antifa's no 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 they, they were, were they were reasons. like QAnon and proud no Boys but, and but to me to me that's that's no, who no, created that's, Antifa. No, these fake actors. No, Antifa's are, are, I mean, the whole idea of fighting fascism is actually a pretty noble thing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't lump QAnon or Proud Boys into anything with noble, no, nobility. I'm not saying I'm, 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 I'm an, Antifa, an, an Antifa supporter, but the notion of fighting fascism, and if you have to do, uh, uh, take it to a violent means to try and end fascism, is not something that should be. Uh, uh, poo pooed and say, oh, it's a horrible thing. It's actually, hey, they're fighting for freedom, so it's not it's not a bad thing, in my opinion. Right. So um, uh, the other thing is that what going back to Weeby's point, what all this shows is mass. Um, I was going to say mass ignorance, but I'm going to go take it further back to about 30 years when the uh, Republican Party wanted to dismantle public education as we know it. And they've been steadily eating at it ever since, eating away at it and making it weaker and weaker. And what we're, what we're seeing is the dumbing down of a nation. Right. And the dumbing down of a nation through really bad education policy. And it's creating generations of really ignorant uneducated people and the way to manipulate an electorate is to have an uneducated populace if these people don't know any better they'll fall for anything right and that's exactly what you're seeing so if you want to change all this stuff you have to think about what kind of policy in the future especially when it comes to education you can en enact that will try and reverse what's going on because right now, you're seeing um, no child left behind bullshit, all part of it. You're seeing all the all the hits on education because because they'd rather put money into corporate welfare for the war machine, and so they suck it out of public policy funding. All these kind of things. This is this is what you're seeing. This is this is the culmination of all of that. So if 
It's um right. It's uh, well, it, it's it's something that's it's been building up. Right, it's been building up for a while. I I, yeah. I think is is one of the things you're trying to say, Jules. And and you're right. Uh, you know the 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 hit on education, the hit on public programs to to bring everyone out of out of poverty and into at least a you know a, a semblance that they can make a life for themselves and and uh, support themselves and have uh you know a career um and for a mm -hmm. lot of that you need and you need education you need the opportunity of being of learning and this is one thing that for you know whatever crazy reason uh most of the republicans are are against um you know they're because they you know and most of the time they'll have money so they can send their kids to private school and they don't care and right. and then uh, or they could send their children to uh you know a catholic school where they'll they'll they don't teach them that often how to you know expand their minds and but just these antiquated um you know beliefs that aren't going to get them anywhere that isn't going to progress humankind well yeah but they spin it as um okay it's a freedom of choice and they're trying to prevent their child from being gov uh, indoctrinated by the government Except for what they don't want to say is, or what they were afraid to say is that they'd rather the child be indoctrinated by a church. Right. And, or they'd rather them not know things like facts and science, because that is, you know, the devil's uh, deeds and so forth. I mean, that's really what they're, what they're all about. They're not about um, truly standing up for anybody's right to a better education. They're about limiting your rights and instilling what they think is right. Right, correct, I should say. Yeah. And which is, which is fascism. Yeah, so. That's, 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 just, that's the trademark of, of, of a fascist movement. All right. Yep. So, that's right. I don't know. So I don't, I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but what, what do you guys think is going to happen next? I mean, I know right now they're talking about possibly invoking the 25th Amendment, but they're not going to do that. right. But I, but I was going to say, but I don't think that Pence and what's left of the cabinet is going to do anything about that. Even. Well, the reason the cabinet's resigning is to, so, so that they don't want to get tied into right. into that. They don't want their future reputations uh, tethered to this person supported the the, the, the enacting of the of the 25th. Uh, 25th Amendment. And also, the 25th Amendment doesn't really apply to this case because he's not incapacitated, as far as we know. Uh, well, I mean, he's definitely not normal. Uh, well, <laughs> he's mentally I mean, incapacitated. He's not, normal, he's not normal based on what we assume a normal president should act. But it doesn't mean that but, he could but, be but, he, a maniac or yeah. going through a manic episode, but that doesn't mean that he's um, and that's our assumption because a psychiatrist isn't going to publicly say that anyway. Right. So well, we don't know. Well, the main thing is that he's gone against his oath of office. Um, he right, which he, is not twenty fifth amendment situation. That's that's sedition and that's treason. That's that's impeachment. That's not twenty fifth anniversary. Mm, I think that's a good point. Amendment. That's a good point. But uh, but I mean, we we can all. I think it it can be fair I, to say that he went against his oath. And he, oh, yeah. he is not protecting uh, the Constitution. He is not protecting uh, what he is supposed to be protecting, which is democracy and, and the United States. And he, like everything else he's done in office, he's 
uh, twisting it all for his own self gain. You have to. You well, have to. He's been doing that for three years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I'll give him. I'll give him an A for consistency. Yes. You gotta. Well, you gotta tell that. Tell that to the RNC. Uh, Jules sent me an article uh, uh, from. Uh, I just. I, he sent. It, it was from the New York Times, right? Uh, okay. Jonathan Martin wrote. I think that was the guy's name, right? RNC. The RNC is celebrating. Everything that Trump just did and everything that every that the rioters did, the whole thing, they think it was a home run. And and and, and, and Julian, explain why. You read well, the article. And I, I only read the four first lines. You know that. You know, you know I only read the four first lines. Well, they, they, they just think that that um, uh, basically what they want is the the Republican Party to be the party of Trump. And they think that this is the way to move forward to show that they have, they believe in strong leadership. And, um, you know, they're, 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 they can fight tough. And that's basically what it comes down to in, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell. The, the problem that they're having is that this is causing a total split in the actual Republican Party, right? So, so the RNC is saying, oh, this is exactly what we want. And the rest of the GOP is going, oh no, no, this is like a death knell. Um, we're we're going to be be really hurting, but and, and it might be a good thing. Maybe this is the last of the the modern day Whig party, which is what you know the Republicans are. So um, maybe they'll maybe something different, maybe true conservatism uh, will come out of it. I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah, there's the that they're all. They're all treasonous, as far as I'm concerned. See, everyone's talking about Trump uh, being a traitor to his country and sedition and everything. And I'm sorry, but what, do you t what are you going to do about the rest of the, 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 uh, the 50 uh, GOP senators, or the 48 now, because Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski have said they want him to resign, and I think one other person. So there's, so there's 47 other senators who remain mum who've condoned this by not impeaching him to begin with, by not finding him guilty during the impeachment trial of the, of the obvious and not and never ever speaking out against him. What are they? If, if anything, they're, um, I mean, uh, they, they supported, right. They've by, so, by not doing anything. They've supported it. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're treasonous and they should be tried as, as impeached as well. As far as I'm concerned, if you could impeach, I think you can impeach senators and they should be uh, asked to resign. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, I mean, the, no one should be left alone in the aftermath of this. And, you know, and before the six, there were like 147 House and Senate Republicans who voted to over, overturn the, the presidential election. I mean, it wasn't just yeah. a, f a 40 something. It was 150 uh, of them who even now this week think that, oh, they wanted to. They, they, this right. election should have been overturned, you know. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, every single one of those should be held accountable for their actions, but they shouldn't be held accountable by waiting two years for the next round of elections or next four years. You know, it, they should be held accountable now. And if, if leadership had any decency, any decency, which they don't, because Mitch McConnell doesn't, and... Uh, What's his name in, in the House? The, the uh, Graham? House Minority Leader. I forget his name. 
think it's, it's, it's isn't it isn't it Kevin McCarthy? I think it's McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. Um, they have no no spine whatsoever. A, a, a jellyfish, an octopus, actually has more structure than they do. If they're just they're just no. horrible oh, eh, eh, life people. Yeah, eh, they shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to be even be hold, none of them should be allowed to hold public office ever again. Well, and look and look at what happened with Lindsey Graham. You know, so he. I, I can't say that he finally stepped up because I wouldn't call it a step, step up. up. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I can't call it that. It was more like he gave in to save his own ass, and it, yeah. and it backfired on him big time. Well, yeah. it, uh, yeah. It well, did you see, did you see the whole thing? Uh, him going it, into the airport and yeah, yeah, I saw that. Calling him I mean, a traitor and yeah, yeah. but that but that's only I mean, that's only these people. That's only these people that I, felt, uh, I kind of felt. Like okay, this is. That's what he was I supposed sorry, to do. I don't. I don't feel sorry for Lindsey Graham at all. Right. But at the same time, it, how how low have we as a country fallen, where he gets assailed, verbally assaulted, um, for an entire metro ride home and a ride and a go, going into the airport, and he's just not left alone. For um, finally speaking the truth, at least. Yeah, yeah. for speaking the truth, you know, exactly. Um, so it's. I, I thought that was kind of a low point for society, but I don't have any sympathy at all for Lindsey Graham. No, I just don't. We I, can't. I, I, um, can't. No, I don't either. No, it's just, I, but it only shows the true, you know, what America is, is really is. is. And I, this, this is America. Exactly. This, you yeah. know, everyone's saying, oh, we're better than this. No, we're not. This is exactly what America is. Amer exactly what and, America and has always been. It's That's always been. Point. Exactly. It's always been this. We've been living a lie, and people now that the veils are, are taken right. off our eyes, and we can see the country for what it is, everyone's aghast. And, 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 let's, just, to, uh, and let's just pretend uh, like it's not really that way. Right. You know, I'm sorry, but, you know. Let's just, and then let's just uh, say it. That uh, the the slogan "Making America Great Again" had nothing to do with making America better or the economy. It had nothing to do with that. It was to do with let's show our white supremacy once again without getting, uh, right, right. Uh, uh, you know, let's come out and and show our supremacy. That's what really that meant. That Hello, this is Samantha, and the coconuts will be right back after this quick break. Welcome back with Coco Palau and Coco Loco, talking about Trump's House of Cards insurrection. Whole slow. Right. And, and actually, hold on, hold on. I got I to say this because it, it's a good segue. But uh, I got to, you know, uh, and I'll even give him a, a little shout out. This uh, It looks like this uh, Omar Eslava uh, on Twitter, which posted that that uh, that tweet that that I really liked that you showed me, actually, Coco mm -hmm. Loco, which mm -hmm. says, in the end, Trump calls Republicans the presidency, the Senate, and the House. The son of a bitch actually did it. He made America great again. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> but right, by accident. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, Which is, it was perfect. It was really good, which is... <laughs> that's that's a, a fact now. Right. He uh, didn't make it great the way he wanted to, but... No, not does. the way he wanted to, but... And, and, and he didn't well, just... And yeah, it, it didn't automatically become great. It's going to take like decades now for even America to, to, to be better. 
Well, I sent you guys a link um, uh, prior, uh, prior to taping. Uh, I know you guys didn't see it yet, but it's actually was really good. That's what I was watching right before I came on. I had to finish listening to it. It's um, it's a video from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I think he posted it this morning or yesterday, and he was talking about uh, what he witnessed growing up and the consequence of uh, of blindly following uh, horrible leaders and horrible policies, and then he likened uh, democracy to um, forging of a steel, of how to make steel stronger. You know, you heat it up, you hammer it, you cool it down, you do it over again. The more you do it, the stronger it gets. And so this is a testing mm. of the steel of democracy and so forth. As an immigrant to this country, I would like to say a few words to my fellow Americans and to our friends around the world about the events of recent days. Now, I grew up in Austria. I'm very aware of Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass. It was a night of rampage against the Jews carried out in 1938 by the Nazi equivalent of the Proud Boys. Wednesday was the Day of Broken Glass right here in the United States. The broken glass was in the windows of the United States Capitol. But the mob did not just shatter the windows of the Capitol. They shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of the building that housed the American democracy. They trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. Now, I grew up in the ruins of a country that suffered the loss of its democracy. I was born in 1947, two years after the Second World War. Growing up, I was surrounded by broken men drinking away their guilt over their participation in the most evil regime in history. Not all of them were rabid anti-Semites or Nazis. Many just went along, step by step, down the road. They were the people next door. Now, I've never shared this so publicly because it is a painful memory. But my father would come home drunk once or twice a week, and he would scream and hit us and scare my mother. I did not hold him totally responsible because our neighbor was doing the same thing to his family, and so was the next neighbor over. I heard it with my own ears and saw it with my own eyes. They were in physical pain from the shrapnel in their bodies and in emotional pain from what they saw or did. It all started with lies and lies and lies and intolerance. So being from Europe, I have seen firsthand how things can spin out of control. I know there is a fear in this country and all over the world that something like this could happen right here. Now, I do not believe it is, but I do believe that we must be aware of the dire consequences of selfishness and cynicism. President Trump sought to overturn the results of an election and of a fair election. He sought a coup by misleading people with lies. My father and our neighbors were misled also with lies and I know where such lies lead. President Trump is a failed leader. He will go down in history as the worst president ever. The good thing is that he soon will be as irrelevant as an old tweet. But what are we to make of those elected officials who have enabled his lies and his treachery? I will remind them of what Teddy Roosevelt said, 
Patriotism means to stand by the country. It does not mean to stand by the president. Now, John F. Kennedy wrote a book called Profiles in Courage. A number of members of my own party, because of their own spinelessness, would never see their names in such a book, I guarantee you. They are complacent with those who carried the flag of self-righteous insurrection into the capital. But it did not work. Our democracy held firm. Within hours, the Senate and the House of Representatives were doing the people's business and certifying the election of President-elect Biden. What a great display of democracy. Now, I grew up Catholic. I went to church, to Catholic school. I learned the Bible and my catechism and all of this. And from those days, I remember a phrase that is relevant today, a servant's heart. It means serving something larger than yourself. See, what we need right now from our elected representatives is a public servant's heart. We need public servants that serve something larger than their own power or their own party. We need public servants who will serve higher ideals, the ideals in which this country was founded, the ideals that other countries took up to. Now, over the past few days, friends from all over the world have been calling and calling and calling me, calling me in distraught and worried about us as a nation. One woman was in tears about America, wonderful tears of idealism about what America should be. Those tears should remind us of what America means to the world. Now I've told everyone who has called that as heartbreaking as all of this is, America will come back from these dark days and shine our lights once again. Now you see this sword? This is the Conan sword. Now here's the thing about swords. The more you temper a sword, the stronger it becomes. The more you pound it with a hammer and then heat it in the fire and then thrust it into the cold water and then pound it again and plunge it into the fire and into the water, the more often you do that, the stronger it becomes. I'm not telling you all this because I wanted to become an expert sword maker, but our democracy is like the steel of this sword. The more it is tampered, the stronger it becomes. Our democracy has been tempered by wars, injustices, and insurrections. I believe, as shaken as we are by the events of recent days, we will come out stronger because we now understand what can be lost. We need reforms, of course, so that this never ever happens again. We need to hold accountable the people that brought us to this unforgivable point. And we need to look past ourselves, our parties and disagreements and put our democracy first. And we need to heal together from the drama of what has just happened. We need to heal, not as Republicans or as Democrats, but as Americans. Now to begin this process, no matter what your political affiliation is, I ask you to join me in saying to President-elect Biden, President-elect Biden, we wish you great success as our president. If you succeed, our nation succeeds. We support you with all our hearts as you seek to bring us together. And to those 
who think they can overturn the United States Constitution know this. You will never win. President-elect Biden, we stand with you today, tomorrow, and forever in defense of our democracy from those who would threaten it. May God bless all of you, and may God bless America. It's actually very good and very, very positive. Um, it's kind of, I think, what a lot of people wanted to hear. Um, I'm not one of them, personally, because I'm a little bit too skeptical of the system right now. As a person of color, it's... It's nice to, nice to hear all that stuff when you think everything's all hunky-dory, but until mm -hmm. I see actual meaningful change um, where, you know, the government fully acknowledges that black lives do matter and let's try to change something about that, um, I can say, yeah, you're, well, democracy is great and when it's being tested for white people, but still, we're not, we are not part of that system yet. Right. I mean, it, it's a start, though. It, in Georgia, especially, it has been it's just we just proved this week, this past week, that uh, this oh, this 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 voting uh, voting uh, oppression, suppression. suppression and all the stuff that has been happening because what uh, Georgia has been has been red for three decades or more. Mm -hmm. And uh, now for the first time ever is blue. And now well, we, the se senator, uh, they just, right? They just yeah, got senator a Warnock and, Democrat. And, and John Ossoff. Yeah, but here's the, the ironic situation in this thing. You know, um, a lot of people are holding, uh, I think his name is Raffensperger, the, uh, the, uh, yes, the uh, Georgia, Georgia's, the, uh, basically the, the head, head of the, the elections, right? Right. right. Everyone's making him out to be. Oh, like, that's ha ha what's his name? Happen yeah. Happen Pecker. <laughs> yeah, Gogoloka could have pronounced oh. it right. On the <laughs> last, oh, Raffin I had it wrong. He kept, the... he kept saying Raffenpecker, but it's Raffenberger. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no I stand. I stand corrected. Yes. He, okay. Uh, go ahead. You know, they're making him out to be like some hero because he stood up to the Donald, right? And he mm. insisted, and and he and Brian Kemp, you know. Uh, stood for um, the record. Let mm -hmm. me know that Kemp and Raffensperger are the biggest yep. promoters of voter suppression that we've seen yes. in ages. Raffensperger is the one that lost 140,000 black registered voters mm -hmm. that had their names disappear off the ticket right before the elections the last time. Wow! Right, and, an and, and accidental and, and, voter purge, as he called it. So and, and the win and out. the win was only by fifty-five thousand or something. Right. So, so the guy should was supposed to lose. Yes. Okay. So Kemp, yeah, Kemp was supposed to lose, and he didn't. So everyone thinking that this guy is such an honorable, decent human being. Right. Uh, right. Let's not forget what he did two years ago. Okay. Right. And what he was very proud of doing. And let's not forget the, 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 how consistently the Georgia GOP has stood for voter suppression from decades before and since Kemp got into office, because they're still fighting to end, um, to, to purge all the, the, the voter records and so forth. So the only reason why this vote happened the way it did, because Stacey Abrams and her movement, Right, so which I, I, 
I was gonna say we we definitely need to give a shout out to Stacey Abrams. Yeah. And all she's done, I actually read a great story, and I'm sorry not to interrupt you, Jules, but that's fine. Uh, uh, there there was a great story. Everyone should absolutely look it up. Where it, uh, you know, she ran for office. I think it was back in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, and narrowly lost. And 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 again, and a lot a lot of the reasons she lost was because of voter suppression. And instead of giving up on democracy, instead of giving up on everything that happened, she doubled down. Yeah, and she made voter re- voter registration, easy voter registration, the most important thing to happen to Georgia since in the last decade. Absolutely. She made black people and brown people come out to vote. And, you know, that was, that was the reason why this happened, that why we have Ossoff and Warnock. Now, with all that happening, and everyone's talking about that, that mix, and all the people talking about, you know, how Georgia elections were rigged and so forth, kind of makes you wonder what happened to Florida. wonder how rigged the election results were here in Florida. Uh, yeah. oh. Exactly. I, you know, I don't well, and, 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 it, and in other states. Where, where, where Trump gained, like, three percentage points. Makes you wonder what really happened. It makes you wonder what really happened in 2016, which oh, yeah. it wasn't really contested by Hillary right, or the Democratic 49, Party. 49.5% to 49% or something like that. I forget what it was. It was actually very, very close. Within yeah, it was very close. Party. And we didn't, act, so. you know, the Democratic Party did not act like a losing fucking douchebag. You know, no. uh, we didn't, we didn't, you know, we, like she was supposed to, you know, concede and do all the right things and, you know, you know, transfer the, the, Right. And probably, you know, because she didn't have a little thing called proof. Right. So it was like, well, how, how can I have the balls to go contest this in court if I don't have but, the proof that they cheated? But, but hey, <laughs> but that doesn't let the Trump Republican. Right. It, it doesn't well, let, no, it didn't no, stop no. Trump. It's like no proof, no problem. Yeah, I'll they, make it up. Right. I'll make, he's been, been making it up for up. the last four months. It's incredible. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, I don't know what else to say about that, guys. But so. All right. So we, we think. So it's definitely not going to be the 25th Amendment, right? Do we think we're going to be able to impeach? Thanks for listening to part one of Trump's House of Cards insurrection comes crumbling down. And find out what are the chances for impeachment again and the consequences for the rest of the cabinet. Listen to part two on the Uncanny Coconuts wherever you listen to your podcasts.